0: Hello and welcome to season three of Ask John. My name is John and you can ask me things. The purpose of these audio episodes is to give you quick tips relating to careers, including specific careers, exploration, preparation planning, and everything in between. In today's episode, we're gonna be talking about the green and red flags that recruiters are looking for, as well as to discuss the importance of internships and any volunteering or leadership roles while a student to prepare for that workforce. Joining us today is a very special guest, Rose R. Checarelli. Rose, thank you so much for joining us today. And give our listeners a little bit of your background. Or in interviewing terms, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Thank you so much, John. Yes, I'm so excited to be here today to help out our Trojan family. So the main question you asked me is to tell you a little bit about myself. And that's something that most of you are going to hear when you go to an interview. So we can really start out that way. So as you mentioned, my name is Rose Ceccarelli. I've been with the Act One Group for about eight years, and I lead our education and career partnerships. So essentially, my job is to be the middle person between the clients where you all want to work and you as the candidate, how to prepare you to help you land your dream job. So we always want to keep it short and sweet. We call it an elevator pitch. You've heard of different terms for it. But essentially, wrapping yourself up with who you are, what makes you a great person for the company, and essentially selling yourself without overselling yourself.
0: Yes, yes, 100%. And that's, that's something that I find as well is is there is that fine line of you want to give the information of who you are and what what you do, and you did it perfectly, but not giving your entire life history. So fantastic. So to kind of just jump right into our first discussion and and topic of today, what would you say are the major green flags that you see in candidates?
1: Yes. Great question. So we want to make sure that our company is hire people that are really interested in what the job is. So you really Mm -hmm. have to do your part to have a positive outlook. You want to be proactive, look up the company, be reliable, know a bit about what it is that they're looking for. And essentially we want to make sure that you're the right fit for the role going into it, knowing exactly what it is that you want from the position and of course then you have your resume and everything but first things first everyone research know about who you're speaking to and the company and make sure you have that a game because that's your first impression
0: a hundred percent that that is something that i cannot stress enough when i'm working with students as well is you can you can be as good as possible at talking But if it becomes clear that you don't know what you're talking about, you haven't done your research, everything else after that, everything you say, just it it kind of falls apart. It doesn't make sense anymore. Do you feel like you see that as well? How, How easily can you tell if somebody hasn't done their research, would you say?
1: You know, it's actually something that's pretty simple. It's similar to the concept of on a resume when people write more vague dates, maybe not the specifics. You kind of question and wonder, wait a minute, when did they work there exactly? What it is that they did? Yeah. So it's similar to when you come into a position. And one of the best things that I really love to tell students, recent grads and alumni is if maybe a topic is a little bit tricky for you and you don't know how to respond, take your school experience, take what you do in volunteering or if you've had any internships, or anything within your classes, even an example of what your professor mentioned, throw it in that interview and relate it to what they're speaking to you about. And I guarantee you can make it as if you really do know what you're talking about.
0: 100%. And and that's fantastic advice that I really hope our listeners listen to, is a lot of times students where people in these interviews, not even students, anyone who is in these interviews, they think they can only relate it to work experiences, those yeah. quote-unquote work experiences. But they might have had projects or other things in their, in their classes with their professors, in, in a club. All of that is experience that you can absolutely bring up in an interview. So kind of we've already started into this topic a little bit, to, but to dive a little bit deeper is we've talked a little bit about the green flags, doing your research, What would you say are kind of some of the red flags when it comes to interviewing or even resumes? What are some of the things that students want to avoid when working with you or with your clients?
1: Thank you for that. I think that's key. So, of course, your interview, your resume come hand in hand. So we could start out with your interview first. Of course, as you all know, we have to be professional. Dress code matters. I'm sure you've all learned about the firm hand grip, the eye contact. Making sure that, and now actually in the digital setting, it's important to mention, uh, just because you're on a video, the eye contact still matters. So you may not realize it, but if you're looking at your screen, but under the table, you're texting Or perhaps your body shifted to the side even taking notes might take away from the person that is interviewing you as if you're not paying attention so Mm -hmm. that will always remain the most important so if your eyes wandering if you're doing anything else that just kind of shows that perhaps you're not in tune with who you're speaking to the main key takeaways is you have to show interest and have some form of energy for what it is that you are applying for and to show the company why you are such an asset to them. And then just kind of shifting gears, of course, to your resume. By now, I believe or hope that most of you do have your LinkedIn's up to speed with that updated, you have your paper resumes. So you wanna make sure that the dates, and this is something interesting that maybe some people don't know, putting in some vague dates um, may not help because it doesn't really show exactly the time of what you've been doing. And when it comes to your internship experience, any volunteering, we push that a lot for students because you may feel that you graduate and you don't have work experience, when in fact, everything you did with the clubs, anything you did while you're on campus, that is experience and not understanding the vision or mission of the organization that you're interviewing for that can really come and bite you. Oh, so okay. always make sure you go on the company website, you read their mission, you understand what it is that you're doing. And from there, you take those components, make sure your resume is updated and that'll help brush up your interviewing skills as well.
0: Yeah, and and that's that kind of ties into that first green flag we, we talked about of do your research. The more you know, the better it's gonna turn out for you. That's, that's a big thing for anyone who has listened to the Ask John podcast, that is my motto, is information is the currency of careers. If you have information, you're gonna go further. You're gonna do more. So we've kind of already talked about this. Um, if you don't really have anything else uh, to add to it, then then that's okay. So how can we take some of these potential red flags, um, vague dates, all that, and turn them a little bit more green? Is there any other red flags that can be easily turned into green flags?
1: Yes, of course. So of course, when it comes to The resume. Um, So let's say you in your resume, you may have some areas where you're not certain, how do I explain it? What do I do when it comes to listing your work duties or whatnot? The way that we always tell our candidates is take a specific example of what you do in your job and write that to those words. Don't be so vague. So for example, if you did a project and you the return of investment, or the outcome with something, give that example. I think oftentimes we write things as a go-getter, you know, performed all my tasks to the best of my ability, but the person that's interviewing you wants some specific examples. And I think one of the flags that we often see, and sometimes we call it more green resumes, you know, when you're starting out or whatnot is, you don't really know how to give those specific examples. But I guarantee if you have a conversation with someone and you say, Hey, you know, I moved this object, this object, and the outcome was, this is much better than saying, I was able to finish a project from A to Z. Just give us more examples
0: yeah that's that's kind of some advice that i have talked about on here before and with my students when i'm advising them is you should be able to hand your resume to your grandmother and Mm -hmm. she should be able to read it and know exactly what you did and if you can't then the employer who's spending they're looking at at tens if not hundreds of applications and they're they're kind of scanning them it's it's Mm -hmm. kind of the reality We, we don't like the reality but it's the reality they're kind of scanning through them quick they, they need that, that very specific, what did you do? And so I love that example.
1: Exactly. And you, know, you also want them to be able to visualize how can you work in their organization? Yes. So when you're giving a specific of a project that you did or a task and how you completed it and what the outcome was, adding numbers, adding yes. specific examples, they can be like, oh, okay, John, I see why I want to have you in our company because I know that you did this, this, and that.
0: Yes. Yes. That numbers. Oh, oh, I love numbers. Whenever I see numbers <laughs> yes. on a resume, that makes sense. Don't just throw numbers in. But but if you have numbers of like, I did this and this was the numbered result, it increased by this much. I, I brought in this much revenue, whatever it is. It's like, oh, I can see what you did. And it's so beautiful. So the yes. other thing that, oh, sorry. Oh, okay. I'm so
1: sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. There's no. one other tidbit, which is a nice trick that I would love to tell everybody is Get that job description of what you're applying to, memorize it, have that in your brain. And then from there, you'll be able to remember the job description and relate to your own experience that you can talk about when it comes to the job. So that way, the person that you're interviewing is like, oh, okay." so you're putting it in their own terms, the language they understand, and it shows you did your research. Sorry about that, John. No, no, no,
0: no. That I Thank you so much for cutting me off and and telling us that because I've never heard that before. And I love that idea of like memorize it because if it's already memorized, it's in kind of it's kind of in that subconscious brain of like, oh, I'm already in that brain space. I'm already thinking about this stuff. I should be thinking about this stuff. So that is all all of the little tips and tricks that you have. (laughs) We are. We will take them and we will eat them up. Um, Thank you. I the other, so. want
1: to get you all that job.
0: Yes. The other aspect that we wanted to talk about is internships. How important are internships and what sort of internships should students focus on? Is there a specific type? What should we be focusing on?
1: Yes, yeah, so internship is my middle name. Um, we've had a great partnership with USC for years, um, and we've had interns within our own organization. So, when you are in school or even when you graduate, you know, alumni can also get internships. You want to, of course, try to have an internship position, perhaps in the field that you would like to look into. Um, or traditionally, there are some students that tell us they want an internship to test out the water. See what role they want in case they don't know. But that is the foundation of your resume in school. If let's say you're not able to have another kind of position or a job, although the majority of internships are paid, Um, so, you know, maybe some people feel that, oh no, how am I going to do that? If I'm not getting paid, most are for credit, but your internship is going to be the work experience on your resume. So once you graduate and I always give the example, I went into journalism after college, wondering how am I going to get that job? It was because of my internships in school that I was able to land my first job because in my interview, I said. Not only do I have my degree, but I have four internships that was work experience. And remember, everyone, we're tying it back in again, what Mm -hmm. I did in my internship. And mind you, internships are not just getting coffee. You have tasks and projects, and a lot of companies will give you a project that they implement. That is what you tell the person that's interviewing you in order to get your job and maybe your internship will hire you chances are that they want to make sure that they know who they bring on and they might even hire you there
0: yes yes that is that is a fantastic thing that a lot of students may know about may not know about is it it is a it is a foot in the door it might not start as a foot in the door but it it can be of oh we we know john we know john we worked with him before we want to work with him again we now have a position and if and this is a plug for all of you getting internships and correct me if I'm wrong here, Rose, but this is incentive for you to do really well at your internship, because if you do really, really well, it can turn into, oh, we want to keep John or Rose. We don't want to lose them. So maybe initially we didn't have a position, but now we can always have a, a an additional whatever the job title is. We'll, we'll, we'll put them in because they were so good at the job. They were so active and engaging and they were looking for work and they were doing all of those good things. It can turn into jobs. Now, I don't want to say that to guarantee that if you have an internship, you're going to get a job in that company, but it, it can happen. So
1: 100% and if there's one takeaway from you know me being here to tell you all anything is any job you take, given a temporary position, an internship position, contract work, all of those go into it thinking that this is the permanent job that you are going to be doing. Because as you mentioned, John, in in my own department, in my company, I hired our intern last year, made up a position for him in my department, and he now works for us full time because he shined in his internship position. So you never know what each one of these will give you
0: yes 100% and and kind of tying into these get get internships get them eat them up what how important i should say are leadership roles very
1: important because if let's say for example on your organization um you're on the board or any area even within you know your classes with your professors or anything if you even you're a resident advisor anything you are doing when you are a student is your resume being built yes. so if someone is really aiming to say you know there's a specific industry and a specific job that i really really want but what am i going to do when i'm in school intern volunteer we haven't talked so much about volunteering that's another great yeah. way to show leadership and i'm sure don you've spoken to students about volunteering and that importance as well
0: yes yes i'm it kind of ties into something we were talking about earlier in in our conversation of a lot of times students only think of oh i can only talk about in my interview or on my resume my work or my internship experience no let's throw in volunteering let's throw in clubs and and a lot of organizations they want they want you to stay with their organization they want you to go up that ladder in their organization And so something that is going to show that is leadership, any sort of leadership, running a group project, um, having some sort of leadership position, even if it's for a semester or two in some sort of club. Leadership shows that you can manage people. So if you can manage your peers, you can go into an organization and you can talk to their customers. Leadership is so versatile and it is something that I feel is super important. Am am I correct in saying that?
1: I couldn't agree with you more. And remember, everyone, once you have these stories under your belt, it also helps the interview process flow a lot easier because you have tidbits to share and you can mention how specific areas. And I'm so happy you mentioned even projects. If you're leading a project within a group, anything that showcases what you can contribute to a company, all of that matters.
0: Yes. Yes. hundred percent. Well, Rose, unfortunately, we are getting to the end of our time. Thank you so much for joining us today. Is there any final words of wisdom or anything in particular you would like to plug before we we end today?
1: Yes, of course. And thank you so much. It was my pleasure. The most important takeaway I want you all to have is go into your interview, go into your resume with a level of confidence, showcase yourself. I guarantee what you can bring to the table will really benefit the company that you're looking for. And remember, confidence shows the eye contact, how you're sitting, standing, and how you really speak. Sell yourself because you deserve it. And, you know, you have a lot of great tools out there and use your counselors, use all the programs on your campuses. And I think that wraps it up.
0: Thank you so much. And to our listeners, we hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you have a specific topic or question you would like addressed, please fill out the online form at the bottom of the Ask John page. I want to answer your questions. That's why we're doing this whole thing. For more career information, please visit us at dornsife.usc.edu career pathways and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to ask John.